0: Uh, it seems like every time this year we we ask this question: how fluid the roster is in terms of um, making your initial fifty man, the fifty three man roster out, uh, and then what takes place. You know, as you establish your practice squad and whatnot. I'm wondering from you uh, this season if if that has changed at all the, the the process at all, and and what it is like for you, your staff, and uh, the front office.
1: Uh. Well, like you said, it's it's kind of like this, um, at this time of the year, every year, um, you, you know, take all the things into consideration that you possibly can and, you know, just try to make the best decisions for your team. Um, there's a lot of considerations, long-term, short-term, um, depth, um, the next game, games later in the year, next year, so... Just try to, you know, do the best you can to you know, balance it out, and you can't you can't do it all. Um, so each decision has a, a consequence or a, um, you know some kind of residual. Um, so there's there's always good arguments for doing things um, one way and, or the contrary point of view, and you know in the end you just have to try to figure out what. You know what's best for the team on a, you know, putting all that into consideration
0: uh, if I could follow up bill with regard to the start of the you know uh, trying to weigh out the getting the team ready and the roster ready for the start of the season versus the long term like you mentioned uh, has that changed at all uh, in recent years where you have to take more into account the long-term impact on your roster when you're um, putting it together at this time of the year.
1: I'm sorry, one more time, Mike.
0: I'm just wondering, Bill, if if, uh, the philosophy in terms of building your roster long-term versus what you need to get ready for the start of the season has changed at all. that philosophy of yours?
1: No, I don't think so. That's, it's always, you know, it's always present. Um, And, yeah, you just have to try to balance it the best you can. I mean, we're always, we always want to do what's best for this year. um, But we're going to have a team next year. We're going to play games next year. So we just can't ignore that and say, well, there's, you know, we're not gonna have a schedule next year i right? we we know that's not the case, so you know we have to take that into consideration too um, yeah, so it's each situations different each year is different, but the overall uh concept of what's occurring is i think very much the same it's those are the same conversations that I heard in nineteen seventy five my first year in the league um and it, it, you know, they all come back to the same, you know, the same basic, the same basic thing. And you just have to make the choices that you feel are best. Thank you, Bill. You're welcome. All right. Next question, Mike
2: Reese. And I'll ask again, if you want to ask a question, please hit five star. We have no hands raised. Right. Thanks, Stacy. Um, Bill, I, I know you've been asked about Gunner a couple of times um, in the preseason last night he had the 23 offensive snaps, 29 defensive, and 16 on special teams. Sort of a classic, if you will, Patriots um, stat line. And I just was curious what you've seen from him that has caught your eye, you know, in terms of how he's approached his job.
1: Uh, well, he's very competitive and, you know, he, he works hard um, and he's improved. So he has a long way to go, um, but he's made a lot of improvement and making a big jump from where he played to where he's playing now um, positionally and so forth, but, you know, he's improved a great deal, so.
2: And I know I know you're not crazy about hypotheticals or and just in the fourth preseason game, I know sometimes things can shift on the fourth preseason game. Do you do you feel there's like you need four to help you get ready for the season, or would you be okay if there were a different number of pre a reduced number of preseason games?
1: Yeah, I'm not going to get into all that, Mike. I mean, I think you can figure it out. You're a smart guy. Mm-hmm more games you play, the more opportunities people have. So, you look at the Giants last night, you know. If you want to cut out this game, then go ahead and cut it out. And that, that gave and, you know a chance to play half the game. It gave Haney um, a chance to play half the game. It gave Jones a chance to play. So, if you want to get rid of the game, then go ahead and get rid of the game and then don't play those guys. You know? So, you... Do whatever you want on that.
2: Yeah. And then one, one last one, uh, just cause I know it didn't seem like we had too many other, uh, hands raised here. The last couple years, it seems like you guys have had quite a few players claimed, um, you know, at the waiver period. How, how does that affect your decision making? Just knowing that it seems like teams i don't know whether they're zeroing in on your guys or it's a reflection of the the depth and quality of your guys or the coaching they're getting but how has that affected your decision making as you've gone forward knowing that there's probably a pretty good chance that if you expose some guys that they have a chance to get picked up maybe more so than some other teams
1: yeah i i don't think it changes at all i mean I think every time you put a player out there, you you got to assume that, you know, somebody could take them. So we have no way of knowing what the other 31 teams are doing. Um, but when you put players on waivers, you know, I think you got to assume that that they're not going to be with you. Um, yep. So if you make decisions otherwise, then, then you're probably going to have to revise your thinking because sooner or later some of those guys are gonna are they all going to get claimed no of course not but you put them out there and think that they're that they're going to be available and then they're not available then yep. you, know, you put yourself in a box so I think you know it's a lot easier to plan that they're going to be claimed if they're not then you know you have an option but I don't think you should count on that option so that's that's the way we look at it but yeah Got I it. don't know what's going to happen
2: Uh, next question will be Rich Thompson, followed by
0: Nick O'Malley. Hi coach, good morning. Uh have you ever been situations where guys would
2: look really good in training camp but then would not look good in the games, the preseason games, and then vice versa. They look good in the preseason games even though they didn't have a great training camp. And
1: how do you, do you kind of consider those kind of factors? Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah. It okay. happens every every year. Yeah, it's very common. So, yeah, you, again, whatever information you have, you try to take it and, you know, make the most out of it. Do the best you can to analyze it and, and predict what's going to happen for your team with that player going forward. That's, that's what the job is. Can you ever kind there. of think of a, oh, I'm sorry, did
0: you ever think of an example of a guy that, you know, maybe didn't look good in camp but he excelled in games, and you even, even want to rush the spot that way?
1: There are numerous examples, I would say, every year of both okay. plays of situations you just described. Some players are better in practice than they are in games. Some players are better in games than they are in practice. Some players, it's, I would say, pretty much the same. And what you see in practice is, you know, pretty much the way they play in the game. Okay. And there are some positions that are hard to evaluate in practice because you just don't practice the skills that come up for that position until you get to the game. So some of that is you're totally um, relying on what happens in the game.
2: Okay, thank you.
1: Yeah. you're welcome.
2: My next question, Nick O'Malley, followed by Mike Pichaglia. Hey, Bill. Uh, Josh Gordon got his first game action after a long layoff uh, last night. Do you expect him to be available against the Steelers next week?
1: Uh, yeah, we haven't even started the game plan for the Steelers yet, so um, that's way too early to try to formulate an answer on that question for him or, I'd say, a lot of other people. Thanks, Bill. You're welcome. Uh,
2: Next question, uh, and looks like it might be the last question. Uh, Mike Petraglia.
0: All right, we'll try to go out a winner here, Stacy. Bill, I'm uh, curious to get your comments on um, Cunningham and Illuminor. Um, I don't think we have had a chance to ask you about that. And since their acquisition, what kind of depth that they add along the offensive line. And also I wanted to ask you how much it factors uh, in your trust and Dante Skarnecchia, to be able to coach them up um, as we start the season, how big of a factor is that in terms of acquiring them?
1: Well, I think Dante's a great coach. He does a great job. Um, and I feel the same way about the other members of our staff. So I don't think that really has anything to do with it. Um, you know, we always try to – do what we can to make our team as competitive as we as we can, given whatever constraints there are that we have to work with uh, in a particular time or situation. So, um, you know, again, this is a time of year when there's more player movement than any other time in the year. There'll be a tremendous amount of movement here in the next couple of days. Um, we've already seen some this week. We've been a part of some of it. Um, so... You know, it was two players that both played um, mul- multiple spots, and we haven't had them on the field yet. We'll put them out there and start working with them this week and see how it goes. So um, I'm not sure exactly how it'll work out. We'll we'll just really have to wait and see um, as we move into it with them, and you know, it, who knows? It might change from where it is at the beginning might change at a later point in time. I'm not sure.
0: Great. Thanks, Bill.
1: You're welcome. Yep.
0: As I see no hands raised, we'll end on that one. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, everyone. Have a good uh, labor. Thank day. you, Stacy. Great. Thank you.